And help me welcome God's anointed E.S. Joy. Hallelujah. Just lift up your two hands to the Lord this afternoon. Hallelujah. And just say, Lord, for this session also, may I hear from you. From this session, may, this, may I hear from you. Where are you, Lord? Where can I find you? You must be in this room, right by my side. I want to feel you. I want to believe. another session. May your grace continue to be with us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. Please take your seat. Hallelujah. One of the things about camp is that after breakfast, if you don't take care, your eyes will start to... Uh, so tell your neighbor, please be my watchman so that if my eyes start to... <laughs> help me to keep my eyes open. Hallelujah. So this is our second session. And I believe that God is going to do major things with us. Hallelujah. Now as the person sitting by you, are you becoming a proper shepherd? A proper person? If I start from the beginning, are you a shepherd or a sheep? <laughs> what did the person say? Or you are a lion? Or a, a, what exactly? What exactly? What exactly? If the person says it's just sheep, ask him, so where is your shepherd? Who is your shepherd? Because some people don't know who their shepherd is. So when the shepherd is going, then they'll find themselves, they are lost, they are following somebody else. Is that you? I believe we know who our shepherds are. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, in this session, we are going to be talking about the work of a shepherd. The work of a shepherd. The work of a shepherd. I'm not sure how we managed to spoil the church, but we have spoiled the body. And we have Christians who now think that we come to church because of what we receive. Hmm. Ask your neighbor, are you that type? Are you that type? Are you that type? It's a mistake. It's a mistake. And why am I saying it's a mistake? Because there's a reason why you became a believer. Uh -huh. the reason why you became a believer was not so that you become rich it was not so that you become it was to work for him yeah that's the purpose it was to work for him 
You are looking at me as if you were not here this morning when we read Ephesians chapter 4. So let's go back. Let's go back there to see what Jesus did as he was living. Please give me the NLT where he gave us gifts. Please, if there's a chair by you that's empty, somebody was in it who is not there, text the person and say, listen, we preached about availability yesterday. You are doing something wrong. Do not go to sleep when there's a session. Yeah. Do not go to sleep. All these behaviors are why the churches are small. No, it's true. We can't just sit down. We can't just sit down. Have you seen a student who cannot sit down doing well before? Hey. You see, now you're looking at me because I'm dialing your number. When I was talking to somebody else's only you were jumping, you were shouting, you were saying, now that I'm dialing your number, look at your face, now you're looking at me. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. Who are the gifts? They are gifts. Please inform your neighbor. Remember, your pastor is a gift to you. It's a gift to you. The apostles, the prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. For what? Verse 12. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do the work. To do what? I thought you said your responsibility. You see, the reason why you came to church was because of what you were looking for. I came to this church because I was looking for a husband. If you are in the church and you get a husband, it's a byproduct. It's not the main thing. Hello? When you take cough medicine, it's supposed to be medicine to cure your cough. But the side effect is that you feel sleepy. It helps you to sleep. You can't come and say, I was drinking cough medicine to sleep. Because, no. (laughs) I hope you are getting the point. You were drinking it to solve your problem. But one of the things it does is also this one. So in the same way, this is what he has asked us to do. All the other things are into sworn on what he adds. Matthew 6.33, we were on it yesterday. Seek first the kingdom and everything will be added. But now we are seeking first the added and then we are looking for the kingdom. It cannot be. And that is why, remember, we are here building we are trying to build a mega church. We cannot build a mega church on shepherds who only come to receive. Hey. Hmm. Father, give me grace. Amen. Because even as I'm speaking, I can feel the environment change. <laughs> but I fear God. I don't fear you. Let me speak what the Lord says. Yeah. That is not why we come to church. Because of our no, no, no. No. Then your reason is wrong. Your reason is wrong. If it is if God has purpose that you go, how means he'll make a way for you. But that's not why you came to the church. You came to work. I want you to push somebody and say, We came to work. <laughs> Hey, life is interesting. I'm dialing numbers also. Yeah. We came to work. So if you came to play, you see now why you have problems in the church. That's why you are angry when pastor has preached and he has taken two and a half hours. Because pastor was working, but you were playing. Oh. Pastor was what? And you were what? But today we are understanding it. We came to work. Push your neighbor and say, we came to work. 
I have to give you five characteristics of work because this generation, you don't even understand work. What is work? What is work? If you are doing something, how will you know whether it is work or not? Please, can you tell anybody, we didn't come to play. The first thing about work is that it has working hours. <laughs> if something is work, it has working hours. Amen. Every job has working hours. Every job has working hours. There are a lot of jobs. The working hours is eight to five. So when you start working in that job, you expect that eight to five, Monday to Friday, you are working. But there are different kinds of jobs. Ask the nurses. They'll tell you, if I go to work three nights, then I get three days off. That's the job. So when they want three days off, they say, please, can I do night shift? Then they'll do the night. One, two, three. Then they get three or four days free. That's the nature of their work. So you cannot be the driver of a bus and say that to me, dear, I want the three days off some. Hey, because your work, no. Three days off is not inside. Maybe your work is 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. If it is work, it has working hours. If it is work. Yeah. When my son became a doctor somewhere, I discovered that their work can be very brutal. 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Yeah, that's a normal working day. Two hours to write notes. So when he leaves 8 a.m., you arrive home 10 p.m. and leave 8 a.m. and arrive. If you know that you can't, don't go and do it. Don't be a doctor. Hello? It's not a fight. Hello? Mm. Go and be a what? What other job do we like? Say, okay, really. Nobody will come and tell you that 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Then you are writing notes. You don't wake up at dawn, cry. No, that one we do it in the evening. 5 p.m., then we start. Hey! Hello, am I talking to somebody today? In the same way, when you become a shepherd and you start to work in the church, we have working hours. Do you want to know our working hours? <laughs> you promise you will not be angry. Our working hours. Every night is our working hour. Saturdays are our working hours. Saturday night is our working hour. Sunday working hours. Sunday night, waking hours. And weekdays in the night. So as you are coming to help us, this is our waking hour. <laughs> hey! On Sundays, I start talking around 7 a.m. And I finish talking at around 11 p.m. Yeah. And when I arrive in my house, my husband is not yet there. He's still talking. <laughs> He's still talking. Are you in the church? Yes. Hey, you are annoyed already. Oh. Tuesday when we come to church, after Tuesday, those who work, we are now coming to work. Don't worry, I will tell you what the work is. Tell your neighbor, be patient. Be patient. Be patient. <sighs> Why? Because our work is people. So when people are available, 
That's when we are working. If we say we are going on visitation now, it's what, Friday, 12 o'clock, Bishop Isaac wants to go and visit his members. Who is he going to meet? Some are in school, some are at work, some are, he will meet them. So to go and visit them, he has to wait. Some of them, when they close at 5 p.m., then he will now come at 7. When we call you, then you say, oh, suffer my bread. Can you see that? No, you will not do the work. You will not do it because the time is not conducive for you. But if the thing is work, it has, it has work in our ways. Number two, if it is work, if it is work, it must consume a lot of time. If it is work, it must consume a lot of time. How many of us here, you drive? Let me see your hand. You drive. You can drive. Good. You can drive. You can drive. Those of you who cannot drive, I see you learning to drive. I say you can drive. Let me see your hands. You can drive. Yeah. You can drive. But for many of you, your work is not driving. Uh-huh. You just drove to come here, then you parked it. No. The people whose work is driving, when they wake up, they are still driving. Thank you very much. <laughs> they are still driving. Some woke up at 3 o'clock this morning. They are still driving. Trot, trot drivers, I don't know where you stay, but around my area, they wake up around 3. Mm. Once people are awake, they are awake. And they are driving out till everybody is sleeping. <laughs> That's a driver. And the reason why, even though you drive, we are not calling you a driver, is that you day when you woke up, you just drove and came here. <laughs> you have come to relax, and you relax until we close, then you drive back. But if you say that you are in the work for the Lord, hello? If you are in it, you know. Then your long hours, no. It must be for the Lord. Yeah. That is where the tiredness comes from when you are working for the Lord. Mm-hmm. It comes from the long hours. Where does a driver's tiredness come from? Long hours. Where does a teacher's tiredness come from? Long hours. Long hours. Long hours. At least if they are good teachers. Because some teachers too, they are just sleeping. But good teachers, they are tired. Hey. Are you there? You see, I need to say it because some of you remember what we were talking about yesterday. As soon as your pastor t- tries to do something, you are bored. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> I want to go home. Hey. Number three. We are talking about the characteristics of work. It will consume your energy. And your money. Have you seen somebody who works for Ministry of Trade? He's applying to you for money to go to work. He goes to work. He pays the trotter driver himself. Or the taxi. Or the Uber. He goes and he comes. He buys his lunch and he eats. But when Christians... I didn't mention your name. My friend wouldn't cry. Hallelujah. It takes your energy. So if you are going to work for God, 
A lot of your energy must go to God. Mm. It must go to God. And your money must go to God. Eh, but material tithe. No, 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 no. Tithe, every Christian pays tithe. End of story. We are talking now about the Christian who is working for God. Many Christians are not working for God. You are just joking there. But if you are working for God, your energy will go inside. And your money too will go inside. If you are here and your pastor paid your registration fee, you are out of order. You are totally out of order. (laughs) You are out of order. Yeah. You are totally out of order. You are the Christian. You are the shepherd. You use your money to attend the training that you need for the ministry. Not and I say we give offering. I don't even want to stand that one. Ask your, your offering that you have been bringing. How much? So for mommy in Kawa, I should ask them. I should ask that one. So one gana, one gana, one gana. End of the month. Somebody will see Kaneba now. Where you one city, one city, one city four. Then you put it down. This was Sunday. Then you remove one city, one city, one city four. Weekday service. That's eight cities. Can you imagine? Eight cities in the month. What are we supposed to do with it? And now when you are supposed to come for training, that will benefit you. Me. Pastor should pay for it. Transport and feed that car. Oh, your pastor is nice. Come with you, beer. So, Rev, are you not building? You are building? Yes. So, after you are paid the camp fee for people, then you are continuing to build. The church is very quiet. After here, see me and pay back. No. Oh, but you see, I'm not working. I don't have money. Do you know how we handle the people who don't have money? It's not a problem. You have paid yours. You have also paid yours. This one is a student. He doesn't have bring something. He needs to bring something. Collect it and pay. That's it. Allow us to correct it, okay? Allow us to correct it because it is a problem. It's a real problem. Yeah, it's a real problem. What has happened is that people have begun to look at the house of God as a place to use the money and to eat. And it is affecting the church. You remember we spoke about this in the earlier session. That's why there's no money to build. Can't do anything. Cannot do anything. Because the people have eaten the money. I shared with you today how they ate the drum. (laughs) Into the drum, they have used wires to tighten it because there's no money to buy a new drum. Hello? We used to have a certain drum. Bishop Eddie used to. <laughs> he was the praise and worship leader. One day, he went and got a certain 
Fat sheep. You know what I mean by fat sheep? In those days, the church was young, so fat sheep didn't used to come to the church. But that day, he caught a fat sheep, brought a fat sheep to the church. Then he was busy leading praise and worship. He was leading the praise and worship, jumping, jumping, jumping. All of a sudden, the drum, it is free. <laughs> and it wrote, and the fat sheep said, what kind of church is this? Drums, it's rolling. And the fat sheep said, where is my road? Where is my door? And he left. Because they have eaten the drum. Tell your neighbor, we didn't know, but we have eaten the drum in the church. Some have eaten the piano in the church. Some have eaten the lead in the church. And you see, in many churches, apart from the headquarters, no other branch has a proper meeting place. Because you have eaten everything. I can't pay. Wait, you know, I'm, still, I'm still making my point. At this point, I want to leave it easily. Because when we say funeral, you who said you don't have money to come to camp, you cut the cloth. You give donation. You sit on the bus and you pay. And you go. I remember one of my members, then when she came back, I said, I thought you were the cops. Why? Why? When we went to church, they said that we shouldn't go to funeral. Holy Ghost slapped the person for me. Mankasai. I'm saying put the two things together and look at it. You have money for death, but you don't have money for life. I say you have money for death, but you don't have money for life. Look, the house of God is for the living. It's there for the living. When the women went to look for Jesus at the tomb, he had risen. The angel asked the question, why seek ye the living among the dead? You don't have money for the living, but you have money for the dead. Be careful. We must be careful. We must be careful. God's money that has come into the house, he says, bring it in that there may be meat in my house. Because everything costs money, I promise you. Everything. Everything. Recently, one of my branches, nice young branch, everybody in the church is, is young. This branch will be handling it. So, as I say, remember 120,000 rent. One, two, zero, thousand. Bit is information more. Because more free, no, and you're so. Whose offering should I use? Whose offering should I use to pay for your place? Whose offering should I use? You will better start holding your head. Whose offering should I use? Hey. Uh, <laughs> they have done what? Eesh. 
And it's a very nice branch, very nice church. Ah, you are clapping. Nice branch. You don't bring anything. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. We must change and we must stop. We have to stop wasting God's money. Because of the money we are chewing, we cannot do crusade. Because crusades cost money. By the time you get a stage, even a small one, by the time you get like anything you do, it costs money. We cannot do crusade anymore. When I became a Christian, I knew there were crusades everywhere. Everywhere, different, different sizes. Nowadays, because the Christians have eaten all the money. They have eaten it. When they are supposed to come and do some small service for the Lord, unless you buy us food, unless, well, we should stop it. Stop, stop it. Please, let's stop it. Let's stop it. Are you in the church? If you are going to work for God, expect it to cost you money. Your money. Please turn to the neighbor and say, I've stopped. Nobody will do my things for me. I've stopped. I've stopped. Your next camp you are paying. Next year, by the grace of God, may the Lord help us to meet again. And you will pay for yourself. And then you add somebody too. Yeah. You pay for somebody. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We have to be serious. We have eaten all the money in the house of God. Hey. Hello, are you there? When we send you to go and visit somebody, we must give you transport. I don't understand. <laughs> we are talking about the characteristics of work so that you know that it is work. Another characteristic of work is that it is regular and repetitive. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. Regular and repetitive. If the ministry is work, some of the things we do must be happening all the time. We're going to be talking about what the work is. Hallelujah. The next one. Work can be supervised or unsupervised. Supervised or unsupervised. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6 to 8. Proverbs 6, verse 6 to 8. Go to the ant. Let's see what an easier English version will tell us. NLT or something. Take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and be wise. Become wise. Though they have no prince or governor or ruler to make them work, they labor hard all summer, gathering food for the winter. Some of you, if somebody does not walk behind you and ask you, supervise you, did you do it? Did you not do it? You won't do. You are a chorister. If they don't call you, Come for the choir rehearsal or two. You will not come. I'm looking at you. I'm watching you. If they don't say learn the song, you will not do. You will not do. I'm sorry, but Christians are among some of the lousiest workers in church. In the world is different. When they are working in the office is different. But in church, lousy workers. Lousy. Anything that we just throw it at God. Yeah. I'm coming to give examples. Don't be annoyed. I have to say it already so that. 
where will you go that you are using a microphone for a program and the feedback is it only church anointing is about to flow that we are flowing in the singing we are worshiping you have to shake the mic right away. Go, 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 go. Where do you see that one? Do you see it when Shatawale is singing? Do you see it when Selin Dion is working? Do you see it when any unbeliever or worshiper of Satan is working? Only in the church. Only in church. Hey, wait, I'm coming today. Anointed praise and worship leader like you. When you are going to church, you will not even dress decently. Your old slippers. Now wash your socks. Now That you are coming to lead praise and worship for the Lord. We are back right now. Your old duku. You know, there's a way we tie the head when we want to be fashionable. But then, yeah, no. Your old grandmother's style. The one we do when we're about to sleep. That's the one you are bringing. Because we don't respect what we are doing. We don't, you see, I'm just proving to you and say it's lousy. Your choristers, when they are standing there, you tell them, we're going to wear a uniform. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't have. But when they are supposed to go to the disco and they put the sign and say, all white, all white, all white, all white white party, you see them. They are able to borrow the white if they don't have, yeah. When they say all black party, they're able to borrow. But when it comes to God's house and the leader says, let's do that. God has seen you. God has seen you, pa. God has really seen you. Yeah. First, you must be changing first because if you are working for God, what is required to do it well? You must do it. You must do it. Hey. Hey. If I start on the singers now, I'll not finish. So for rehearsal, no? I'm on God. The worst ones, they'll not even do the rehearsal. Yeah. Then Sunday morning, yeah. then they'll meet outside. They say, hey, You're better today. Yeah. You're better. Then they bring it and come and stand in the front with it and start. For who to be blessed? For who to be blessed? For who to be blessed? Let me tell you something. In the same way as a good choir is a blessing to the house, a bad choir is the curse of a ministry. Yes! 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 You may not know it, eh? A good choir, you will see people trying to get there early because they want to hear the choir singing. But you, the kind of quick one you are doing, they say there'll be my choir and you answer. The choir should close first before they come. Bishop, I had some praise and worship leader. Be one home. 
Ostatia na power home. Me, I'm the pastor of the church. Ostatia, Charlie, I'm going to do something. Ministry, yeah, but I cannot. I'm the pastor of the church, but when it starts, if I don't disappear, no cry, I'll be the anointed. Because You are an usher in the church. An usher without a uniform is a bola man. Bola man, bola man. Let me explain something. The work of an usher is such that you are always sweeping, clearing, organ, you know, wiping things. So, if you will not respect your ministry, nobody will respect it for you. When you finish all that one, then you pass a corner, you know, yeah, freshen up. If it is white shirt, we are all wearing. You see, immediately, people will not disrespect you the way they disrespect you. The disrespect that you are facing is because of how you have treated your ministry. Bola man, bola man, why you want bola man? <sighs> Am I talking to somebody? <sighs> Listen, the ashes in the church, you are similar to the Levites. When you read the Old Testament, God clothed them all. He carefully designed what they were wearing. But you, when you wake up, the nika you were wearing in the house, the, you, run, <laughs> you run to the church with that old nika. Hmm. Hmm. Because as far as you are concerned, I shouldn't spend any money on the church. I shouldn't spend any money. If it's church, I don't have. But when you are going where devils are reigning. That one there, you know how to polish. There must be nowhere in this world that you polish more than when you are coming to the house of God. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, pastor, I don't have money. You don't have what? Kumasi is blessed with the nation's most fantastic burn-down boutique. Yeah. Yeah. Take it from me. I'm from Accra. The bend down boutique here has more life, yes. more variety yes. at a lower price. Yes. yes. If only you'll be humble, you don't have money, it's not a problem. It's not a bend down. Yeah. Bend down. Yeah. Are you in the church? Look for somebody in your church. You see, some people are anointed for such things. Yeah. I had a young lady, the choir. Maybe they have decided to wear something. Obie, nobody, I mean, some 20 people don't have. She will say, oh, Obie, I'm five cities, six cities, then she will enter town. Truffle. When she comes back with it. You will not believe. Your side, your side. You will not believe it. You will think it's an anointing. You will think, sir, was Shedda taking it now? Oh, it will be, come, 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 come. What say, saying? One day I asked her, I said, by you, what do you do? She said, mommy. I said, when I get there, I said, mommy, I'm going to she sit down. When she finishes, and they know when she's coming, she's coming to buy. I said, hey, and then I'm happy. 
I need 30 shirts, 25 this. Then they'll start. Oh, they'll be they, they weighing. Then they'll say it's 10 cents. Ah! Into your bibble top, I could say, I'll say, oh, 10. Five. Remember, five. But me and Pesan, I don't. It's an anointing. It's an anointing. Sam is in your church. Yes. Look for that brother who always looks like that. Call him. Call him. Just this week, my husband had a convention in my church. And one of his pastors, young guy, not just young, small in size. And my pastor said, Hey, are we pastors? <laughs> no, it was not over the top. It was just good. It was just good. Then I said to them, That guy, his job in this life is a tailor. He's a tailor. Ah, you know who I'm talking about. He knows good clothing. But you leave him. And go and look for this quackery that you can find. Sleeve back home, watch him back home. <laughs> you don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> you have gone to look for your tailor. The arm of the armlet crown. <laughs> this one is here. Now the other one is here. <laughs> look for them. They are there. Look for them where? They are there. They are there. I'm talking to someone in the church. And let us stop the excuses because we are workers in the house. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please take your seat. Are we going to change our attitude? Are we going to do it better? Next year when we are coming for this conference, that's if you are coming, ashes find the same thing to wear. Mm. The same. You see, we didn't do it this year because I didn't want a quarrel. If we go and do t-shirts and we bring it, you tell us that, hey, for the might see this happening. So I must say, we did you seen how we do our things? Yeah. Start it in your church. Also, this one, we are just here for a camp, three days. But start it in your church. In your church, people must envy your group. Yeah. People used to run away from the ashes in my church until Reverend said took over. After he took over them. No, but it's true. And he began to dress them. People said, hey, I want to be part. I want to be part. I want to do some. And ask me what the dressing was. T-shirt of different colors. That's all. That's all. That's all. But when they wore it, it was nice. Please turn to your neighbor and say, stop those things you have been doing. Eh? Choir leader. You see, you two don't also be difficult. Don't come and announce on Friday that on Sunday we are wearing green skirts. You don't do that. <laughs> Say it this week for next week or next two weeks so that people have time. Yeah. You say, oh, we are coming to wear yellow skirts. I'm out for new yellow skirts. And the men will be in green jackets. Yeah, maybe. We need a little time. But green jacket, this Kumasi, you are, you'll find some. Ah! If it's a cry, I don't know, but here Kumasi. Oh. Oh, the way you are quiet, I'm not enjoying it. Ah. 
Oh, yes. One of the things I really love about Kumasi. Ah, colors. Oh, yes. Colors. Ah. What color will you call that you will not see some? Everywhere. Ah. Blue suit. Red suit. Green suit. Oh, no, it's true. You see, for some of you, because you've lived here all your life, you don't know that it's a blessing. Yeah. Any color you are mentioning, any color, <laughs> you will find it. Yeah. And they will They are going to look for it. They'll bring it. Now one market with black trousers. Any your green jackets. All the ashes. Oh. People think that you have spent a lot of money. Me, it's not like that. How many cities? 20 B. No, it's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's a blessing. But I don't see why we have left it for the world to have it. I don't see why. I don't see why. Bring it in the church. I said we should do what? Yeah, bring it in. You see, people watch those things. You will be surprised that somebody will join the church just because of that. And why they join the church, it doesn't matter. When they come, then they'll now hear word, give your life to Christ and all that. So as for the why you join there, it's not a problem. Yeah, why you join? Hallelujah. Why you join? I even have a pastor, he joined because at that time, when you are a visitor, we'll give you a cold drink. You are a visitor. So when we sit down, we are chatting with you, then we'll give you a cold drink. So when he drank it, then he left. Then, then the next week, he told his friend, hey, that's why I have a Now mama, chilled, cook, let's go. So he came with the friend. They stayed and became pastors in the church. Yeah. Because as you have come, the first time you said cook, but then you start to hear word, word, girl, where, yeah. You see, it was chill. That part of the country is also hot. Ah. <laughs> Are you in the house? Are we going to do better? Hallelujah. My sound people have blasted them, so they are doing better. Small, small. It's coming. Small, small. Tell about small, small. Small, small. And pastors, we should not be afraid to talk about it all. I bought colored lights. I was there one Sunday. I said, ah, these colored lights that are handing, handing. What are they doing with it? Nothing. <laughs> hey, why not if I have text? That's the text he's talking about. Oh, why? I should work. Then I come home. <laughs> it has to work. And I find are you are you playing or you are actually working? Oh, pastor, you see, I can't talk to them like that. Then you are not ready to have a mega church. You are not ready. Because we cannot build a mega church on a certain kind of softness. It's a fight. Every day we are fighting. Every day we are fighting. Yeah, It's a fight, oh, prophet. It's a real fight. Yeah. Hallelujah. And those of you who are here from today, if your pastor is angry with you, is that not how a family is? Your father has never been angry with you before. 
You are a, you are you are a rebel. You are a rebel. The children of the house, when their father is annoyed, after he finishes being annoyed, he's still in the house. He's still in the house. If your father says, I'm going to get away, just sit here, sit down here. Yeah, by the door. Just sit here. In the evening, come and say, Daddy, can I go and sleep? Go and sleep. The matter is over. <laughs> I said, Listen. The house that you are in, your family, has your father not been angry before? Did you change your name because of that? Did you change your sleeping place because of that? But when you come to the church and they're correcting something, and you needed to be corrected, then you say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No good, the lions are waiting for you. It is true. It's true. Many who live like that, they are eaten up. They are angry and they move to another. It's not easy to change your church. It's not easy at all. So you see that they are here two days. Here four days. You have spoiled your life. Just be there. Hey, the church is quiet. Anybody that you see in the ministry has reached somewhere, their father has been angry with them before. Oh, cry, cry. When your father is angry and the arrows are coming, you just bow straight. Sit there. After that, in the evening, good evening, daddy. It's still your child. It's still your child. I say, it's still your child. But when you leave, coming back is very difficult. Yeah. When your father is angry with you and you leave, and you go and stay in your auntie's house, for a few days she'll keep you. After one week, who said the meat they are giving you is going down. Yeah. After two weeks, after they, when they give everybody meat, what they own be? Because in fact, one susu said, "Hey, hey, say we be first two days we were visitor, but now dear Debbie, 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 we Then you say, "Aunt, please, will you go with me to my father?" Aunt said, "Pray, Mpesa, Yanko, Ebusiapeni ho." When you get to Ebusiapeni. Next week, me will funeral. Two weeks, so your family funeral be war. Auntie, you're October. First, me, we're in August. October, first week, no. Because your auntie is tired of you. So, so now, as they are feeding everybody, we'll go out with the end once a day. Once a day, no meat too. Only the fufu and the soup. Waiting and praying for October. All because you were a child who was too proud to just stay there. You should have just sat there. When your father is passing, he'll be eyeing you. Eyeing you. But his anger doesn't, he's a father, it doesn't last forever. I said, by evening. Come and say, Daddy, please, I want to sleep. Go, go, go and sleep. Go and sleep. It's over. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The work of the ministry. What is the work of the ministry? I'm going to give you four letters. P. Those of you handling the screens. P. V. 
C, and I. As you are coming to help your pastor, these are the things you are going to be doing. P, V, C, and I. The P stands for prayer. The V stands for visitation. The C stands for counseling, or if you like, teaching or preaching. And the I stands for interaction. P, V, C, I. The first work that you have come to do is prayer work. There is prayer and there is prayer work. They are different. Up until now, most of you have just been doing prayer. When pastor says, let's pray every Friday for a couple of hours. It's prayer. It's a good thing. When he says, have your quiet time every morning, pray an hour, two hours, it's a good thing. But now, as you have come to help your spiritual father as a shepherd, now it becomes work. So let us apply some of the things we said about prayer to it, about work to it. If it is work, it must have working hours. It must have working hours. And if it is work, it must be long. Okay? And if it is work, it must take energy. You must be tired. And if it is work, it must be regular and repeated. Can you see now why I say you have been praying, but it's not work? Because that two hours we have Friday, you know. Energism is happiness. And it's good to be happy in the house of God and to pray. But now the work shepherds do you are now coming to another level. Are you getting it? You are now coming to another level. And it will be determined by your father. Your spiritual father will determine what that prayer is. I can give you some of the examples that we have. Most of you know that um, our father leads us to pray 4 o'clock in the morning, Tuesday and Friday. Are you there? It's supposed to be 4, four to 6 or 4 to 7 or 4 to 8. We don't know. You do. So it has hours. And long. But it's not the only prayer. It's not the only prayer. Should I give you a few more of the ones that are? Hey, you are not minding me again. Yeah. Huh? Just because it's work, you don't want to mind me again. <laughs> I'll give you a couple of others. I won't tell you all. to go and do some. There is a prayer in the ministry in our church that we call OSAP prayer, O-S-A-P. <laughs> you can hear my leaders. When they hear it, it's painful. Overcoming satanic agenda prayers, O-S-A-P. We don't do OSAP during the way, the weekday, during the daytime. No, 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 no. No, no. OSAP prayers, we have woken up to fight the devil, so we wake up when he's active. <laughs> Reverend said, your group is sleeper. <laughs> they wake up at 12. 
and they pray till three. And you see, nowadays, you cannot be moving a lot. So they do the prayer online. They do it online. So you're dead, then you realize that somebody has fallen asleep. Then you wake him up. Prayer hours. You can always know who had usurped because the next day they are sleepy. And it's in routine like that. Some people Monday, some people Tuesday, some people Wednesday. When they are praying, please, we are not praying for your pocket money. We are not praying about your rent. We are not praying about your sickness. We are not praying about anything concerning any individual. It is overcoming satanic agendas towards the church. Towards the church. That is work. Are you, are you with me? Some of you, you go for prayer. It's not true. It's only prayer for yourself. Your visa that you are looking for. Your husband that you want. That one there you are able to pray. But this one is prayer for the house of God. Hello? In this book, this is your workbook. PVCI, Prayer, Visitation, Counseling, and Interaction, is here. And there are all kinds of prayer topics. Prayer, intercession against creeping things. What are creeping things? The things that enter into the church and creep. Somebody entered into my church. The activities of the person, it was creeping. And I realized that some people had stopped working. Anybody the person touch you, stop working. Touch you, stop working. It's a creeping thing. It's a creeping thing. Amen? Intercession against the law of degeneration. Yeah. It's a prayer against something. You see, when you leave anything, it will spoil. So if you like, it is intercession against things spoiling. You have a very nice choir, but if you leave it, it will spoil. Aha. And it's a prayer. When you get the book, you look for the topics. Hallelujah. Another kind of prayer that we do, long prayer. 36 hours. I told you it's work. Push your neighbor and say, have you seen that you have been playing? Yeah. We have been playing. Many of you, you have left the spiritual things. You have left and you are only playing with tables. Take us to Acts chapter 6. In Acts chapter 6, look at something that was about to happen. Acts chapter 6. As the believers rapidly multiplied, there were rumblings of discontent. They were already quarreling in the church. The Greek-speaking believers complained about the Hebrew-speaking believers. So you had Greeks on one side, Hebrews on the other side, and they were complaining that they don't treat the widows correctly. Verse 2. So there was a meeting. Look at what the apostles told them. We apostles should spend our time teaching the word, not running off a food program. You see? If you read the King James, the King James says, in word and prayer. That's our work. And as you come to help your father, the help is needed for the ministry. So prayer work. So when we start our 36 hours prayer, we'll declare that it is starting, let's say, what day should we use? Let's use a Friday. 6 a.m. on Friday, the prayer starts. And it ends. Saturday, 6 p.m. So who is praying? Everybody, those who are there, yes. 
It's like these people, shepherds, we are praying. You pray hard till your voice is finished. Sunday morning, nobody has a voice. No problem, but we have prayed. I told you, it is what? Work. What was that? I thought you said you were anointed. I said, I thought you said you were anointed. Now you are quiet. Yeah. It's work. Serious work. Hard work. He said, I had to feel sorry for my pastors and give them a small holiday. A small break. Don't mind them. They are old people. The children, they are still going on. Yeah, is the is the older people are giving them a small break, small break, small one. But the young people, their osap is still going on. You see, they didn't know the pastors were on leave. They didn't know. Hey, please ask your neighbor how much prayer have you been doing? We have to pray. We must pray. Yeah, not prayer for your shoes. It is. You see, all that one is different prayer. But we are talking now about the work of the ministry. The work of the ministry. This building multiple mega church, the multiple means more than one. If you are going to start a cell group and you don't pray, two people are, four people are, it's sad. When four come, four don't come. Hmm. Then you come and you'll be telling us that, eh, I don't know. Four of them came, I went to call them, the other four, they were not there. People are some way. They are not some way. We are one one point. Oh, the people are hard. The ground. We soften hard ground. Not with not with uh, pickaxe. It's with prayer. <laughs> Seven signs of traveling prayer. Because this generation, I don't know what you call your prayer. Number one, long hours. Traveling prayer. It means the kind of prayer that gives birth. Galatians 4.19 says, My little children of whom I travail in birth again. Are you seeing it? Yeah. Colossians 4.12 says, Epaphras, he was laboring fervently. So it's like labor. Number two, suffering. You pray till you are suffering. Hey. Pain. Yeah. Shame. Because you've forgotten. You, you see, when you are praying such prayers, you've even forgotten to comb your hair. Tiredness, hunger, and the reward is a new baby. Oh, say a new baby, a new church, a new vision, a new a new level of the ministry. Hallelujah! Are you going to be helping your father in the prayer? Now, are you going to be helping your father in the prayer? Right now, all the shepherds have gone on leave. You are not minding me again. Stand to your feet. We have not closed. But I can see that people's energy is going down. Stand to your feet. Yeah, stand to your feet a little. And shake your legs a little. And say, look, I'm going to pray. 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 Some of you, every day you are chasing demons. It's not only chasing demons. It's a whole something. Bishop Doug has two books on it. And do you have copies of uh, Your Invisible Enemy? There are two books that have a lot of very nice prayer topics in them. Very unusual prayer topics that break territories. This is one. And Your Invisible Enemy. How to know your invisible enemy. Hallelujah. 
just pray for a while. As you are praying, you are getting strength. You are getting, you are strengthening yourself. Pray for a while. Oh, don't go far away. It's just a stretching a little. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Those of you who have a Macarius is this one. Know your invisible enemy. It's full of prayer topics. Full of prayer topics. Just pray, ask God for grace. He should strengthen us to be here. Oh, yes. Oh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take your seat. The second part of the work that you are going to help your pastor with. So the first one is prayer. The second one is visitation. 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 Many times in church we visit people who are sick or people who are bereaved. It's not enough. It's not enough. Visitation is what will give most of you work. I want to take my time a little and describe for you how it works. Visitation. Many times we, God gives us new people in our churches. Or somebody even invites a new person in church. What happens when a new person comes? In many places... Nothing happens. In many places, only the one who brought the person will talk to the person. Sometimes, even that one, it doesn't happen. But from now, it's changing. Those of you who are here who are shepherds, at the end of a Sunday, you need to have a list of names of people that you will visit. This is one category of visitation. Who are these people? The visitors to your church. So at the end of the service, your pastor or whoever does the announcements will say, if you are here visiting us for the first time, just wave at me. Just wave. Just wave. Now, when you wave like that, they say, oh, do something for me. Please just come. Come to me. And just, um, let me see. Hey, your name cries even escaping me. My people, just three or four of you come. These are harvesters. Three of you. Oh, good. But if you come, good. I'll say, good. Maxwell, you can join them. Good. Okay, so these are the visitors. Please stand here. You are business, eh? Hey, visitors. So these are the people who put up their hands and said that they were visitors. Now, these guys need to be received by somebody. By somebody. And that is work that you should have done beforehand. So we know that behind my announcement of visitors, please come. There are one. You don't see all of them. Two. Please, Mr. Leon, join here. You people stand out there. 
Christians join them. Please come, join them. Sir. Okay. So, when we are busy clapping our hands, we say, oh, as you are coming, if you came with a bag, a book, just bring it, take any, your things with you. As they have come to stand here, you are very welcome. Now, I want you to follow that young pastor who is standing there and she will, some people will meet you. They clap your hands and we usher them out. When they go out, they are met by the other team members out there. And they sit with them. And when they sit with them, then they talk. They tell you which church it is. Oh, this is Impact Family Chapel. And this is our pastor. It's Reverend Solomon. He was the one who was preaching powerfully to us this Sunday. We are here every Sunday. You see, because people, as they have come here, they don't even know the name of your church. Or they are forgotten. So the person, the girl who met, will say this. They say, we would like to interact with you more and know more about you. You have already prepared your slip of paper. You give it to them. One church member, one visitor. Are you there? So that the visitor, it's one-on-one. So I'm now talking to you, please. Your name, eh? Let's fill it. Your phone number. Your whatever. Thank you very much for visiting us. They talk to them a little. Then they release them. When they release them, the work now starts. Amen? The work now starts. There are four types of visits that have been described in Bishop Dag's The Mega Church. You do well to study it because I can only give you a short. The first one concerns this group of people. Identify and locate. It's in this book, The Mega Church. Identify and locate. If you come to my church on Sunday, you'll hear somebody say, Have you done your IDLs? That means you're identifying and locating because even though a lot of work has been done in Ghana, our houses, we don't have address. Hmm. Wufi away. Wahu. Eh. Mami do kuna. Eh. Ozi hono. Eh. I'm sorry, Diana. Eh. Nechi hono. Wudu wa. Now, Bissasse. Wushu. Wushu. A queer. Nobody knows her as a queer in the area. Omu nimnu as amatazang. <laughs> yeah, she's giving you her, her former name. No, her former school name, former name. But area, no. I'm a Tarzan. We do her no. I am say yes and to her. We do her now. We be saying to ah, Mister Shake. Oh, I can't be anyhow. I can't anyhow. But we so so we name no. We name say on Bawa Sorry. You know them as. And now, Ombekachia will say, Oh, Wuba, Mifieno is opposite. I'm coming to watch you my story. I was a pastor in Tamale. The guy told me that, Oh, Mifieno, opposite Real Tamale United, almost clubhouse. I knew the pastor. Oh, any, any, any. Or say opposite. Pastor, the opposite to Noahu. Oh, oh, the opposite. Mikodu Honu. Fortunately, I met somebody who knew the guy. We walked down the road across to the others. It was no opposite at all, at all. Oh, it was like one was the place where we turned behind the school. Oh, yeah, that's where the house was, and we're from here. Oh, see, you're opposite. Mm. 
So if you don't do IDL, that's what will happen. Identify and locate. So normally we try to have enough people, so one-on-one. And they can either follow them to the house immediately. If they cannot follow them the Sunday, by Monday, please, you can come back in. 24 hours. Everybody who is a visitor to the church should have been visited. In 24 hours. Amen. That's the first visit. Now, when you visit, please take out your phone if you have a smartphone. You have a smartphone, Samsung, what? Anything that you have, take it out. I want to show you something. Go to your WhatsApp. Uh, All these, my laptop people, I'm going to need you to help us, eh? Because I want you to show us how to drop a location. So please... Then it's where are your people? I cannot see movement at all. I need them to get up. Oh, you're going to show me on the on, online. No. Come and show us on our phones. Open your WhatsApp. Open the name of somebody. So that team that receives this test will have a WhatsApp page. When you get to the house, when you get to the house, you drop the location. Why? When you drop the location, then you write under. A queer's house. Show somebody. Only Joshua is minding me. You are a young person. You have a phone. Let somebody help you. Yes. You have a smartphone. It's just a yam phone. Yam phone is by is We have chewed all. <laughs> Learn to do location. Learn to do the location. When I go this way, see if you can get somebody. What's the use of the location? It means now we know the house of. So I will say Yasantwa. Uh-huh. We know that this is Yasantwa's house. Mm-hmm. Or you can do it on your phone and show them. Mm-hmm. Some of you, the phone that you have there, uh, Snapchat and Kwana would hear. Any TikTok and Yama. Eh? That's the location. So you have identified the house and you drop the location. Good. Can I share a secret with you? If you are able to do identify, locate, and locate on your visitors within 24 hours, 70% of them will join your church. Yeah. If you do it later in the week, it's, it, it doesn't work like that. But if you are able to do it Sunday, Monday, latest, they will join your church. Why? Because they feel you are interested. They feel you are interested. Yeah, they feel you are interested. They feel you like people. They have rushed to come and visit them. Wow. Are you seeing the location? Yeah. So what does it mean? It means that when we now want to do visitation of people, the people who visited first, they don't even need to be there. The location is on a page. We just give it to you. We share it to you. You follow it. You land in the house. 
by the time they have received a visit Sunday, Monday, and another visit on the following Saturday, they're in your church. They're in your church. Amen? They're in your church, yeah. They're in your church. This is one of the reasons why people visit and they never come back. Because nobody minded them. One day, I went to teach like this in a church, very established church. And at the end of it, when questions were being asked, somebody got up, he was a pastor, said, you people who come for our church members, it's not right, it's not fair. As he was speaking, I was saying, Lord, give me wisdom to answer him. My help came from an unexpected source. Who was my help? My help was a pastor of his own denomination who stood up and said, but when the people visit you and you never go to find out, you never visit them, you never see where they are, they don't think you love them. So when they go somewhere else and then they are shown attention and love, they will stay there. So when the pastor answered, it was, I was wondering, why did he answer like that? After the meeting, he came to tell me, he said, I am a pastor's child. My father is in this denomination. Then he said, I was transferred. And I went on the transfer. After two months, he said, nobody minded him, nobody visited him. But a friend brought him to one of our churches there. So he went for a church service and he said he was in the house relaxing in the evening when this idea, somebody came. Oh, you came to visit us. We just came to check how you are doing. Thank you so much for coming. We hope. The guy said, oh yeah. He joined the church. He said after he joined the church, that's when somebody now raised alarm. That this our pastor uh, child has got to... But it was, he had been there two months. Nobody minded him. This thing I'm saying, Pastor, it will give all these people work. It will give them work. They will stop gossiping immediately. <laughs> they will stop insulting you immediately because of my bread. When you are sending them on the idea, of your woman music, Mr. No fire report, That's what we'll say we went. All the nonsense, or a lot of the nonsense in the church, because they are tired, they are busy, but they are also happy. When they get to the house, the person is touched. So you see, even the way they are received, they say, hey, one time, and you see, and this visit, so this is one level of visitation. There's another level of visitation, which we call massive organized visitation. And that one, everybody in the church is visited. Everybody. Sometimes once in two months, everybody is visited. When they go on the visit, and they, are, they realize that, ah, me too, I'm called. One of my guys went together with some people to go and visit a guy who was in our church who had a drinking problem. A real drinking problem. Tell me about real drinking problem. At times, Sundays, no. About so when the music is going on, times when he's dancing, I'm thinking, say, this dance, is it only dancing or is it drinking dancing? You know, it was like that. But he went to visit the guy. A choir, you know, sat there, they were talking, they were chatting, and all of that. 
And then he said, the pastor told me, he was now invoking another type of visit, also described in this book. It's called the WELP visit, W-E-L-P, word, encouragement, love, and prayer. So you're going there to share the word with the person, to encourage the person to share some love. The guy told me that when he got to the prayer party, he said, oh, are your sisters and brothers not around? Who is in the house? So they all came together. That's one of the blessings here. That people want prayer, they came. And then he prayed. By the time he finished the prayer, the people in the house said, Ah, ain't he? Yeah, Brano. Okay, so, okay, sorry. You see, they had assumed that because the guy has a drinking issue, that he's lying. But it was true. The man began to weep. Somebody has come to ask of me and made me a human being. Oh, made me a human being in my house. The man told me, he said, he said, the one who went, he said, he said, I felt that I had done work. I had done a good work. Many people here, sorry, them Huh? You are sleeping when the preaching is happy. It will stop. Because when they go, the word they must go and share is the one you have been preaching. How are they going to share it if you are sleeping? How did you take a scripture? One thing and you encourage. You see that people have things to do. Hallelujah. People are always asking us, Sunday, what are we doing in church? This is one of them. When you go, you go and come. Hallelujah. Visitation. Put your hands together for the Lord. Let me just say one of the things that, please, we don't visit alone. Mm -hmm. We try as much as possible to do same-sex visit. In other words, if it's a girl, we try and get two ladies. If it's a guy, we try and get two gentlemen. Amen? Now, please, gentlemen, take it very seriously what I'm saying. Take it very seriously. We live in different times in Ghana. Different times. Mm-hmm. Somebody went like that. A young man went alone. Later, the girl said that he had raped her. Uh-huh. We told you, don't go alone. It wasn't true. The girl eventually came and said it was not true. But you see, you have, you have released an accusation into the air. And, and you have said something that will follow somebody. So please... Please tell your neighbor two by two. Two by two. Two by two. So if, <laughs> so if even you are going to see a girl, two gentlemen, two of you, two of you, two of you, two of you, don't go late in the night. Hey. Hey. Trouble. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't go late in the night. Amen? Sometimes the best is to have a young lady, a, a lady and a gentleman. One want to go. That one too can work. Amen? And go and do the visitation. One day I went to visit somebody. I was with my assistant pastor. When we got to the house, it was Saturday morning. She was washing. And she was wearing a towel. So, <laughs> 
when we entered, she said, she gave a place to say, she said, I'm coming. So I thought, said, I'm coming. Said, it means you are going to dress properly. Hmm. Do you want to know what she was with? We are two. I'm a lady. My assistant was a man. The lady was wearing a towel. So I thought uh, she was just going to change income. I said, do you want to know? When she came back, she came back holding a small stool in the same towel and put the, the chair down, the stool and sat on it. Uh, one of my assistant said, <laughs> Sometimes it's not easy. Wow. Sometimes it's not easy. But sometimes too, you have very, very good experiences. One time, a group went out like that. And when they went, there were two of them, not three, three, who entered the house. They went out. They were even evangelizing. And when they got there, they found out that in that house was somebody who had been sick for a very long time and couldn't walk. So they finished. You are going on WELP visit. You have shared your word, encouragement. The Lord loves you. Now it's time to pray. Ewana, a young lady, young girl. I won't call her a lady because she was very young. She said, please, can I pray for your, your family member, your person who cannot work? Said, oh, why not? I tell you, the little girl went to pray. The person got up. The person got up. The person got up. There was revival in the house. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. She was just a small girl. No title, nothing. Sunday, it was her pastor who told me the story. Sunday, the pastor said he was standing there in his church when he saw a crowd. Tell your neighbor a crowd. Who was the crowd? The young girl. Her family members in the house. The neighbors around. Because they all knew this person who was lying there. They had all come. Obiaba. I'm sorry. Some stayed in that church. A few went back to the church, but some stayed. This person who is sleeping, is he young or old? Is that a young person or an old person? Oh. Oh. Have mercy. Are you in the house? They must get work. You see? These two young girls who are sleeping there, they don't know that they can also go and visit their age group. Mm. Never scatter the young people. Never say they are not important. Hey. Never say they are not important. Sometimes we want older people, then we feel that we are called kakra. You understand? But you have somebody in your church, 14, 15, very important. In four years, that's the person's 18 years. Yes. In four years. Five years, 19. It's a short time. It's a grown-up. It's a grown-up. Hallelujah. I can show you the very first children who came to our church in Tamale. I can show you where all of them are. They stayed in the church today. Many are pastors. The adults, I can't show you where everybody is. But the children. Yeah. Because they will grow with you. <laughs> they will grow with you. And I'm amazed at what God has done with some of them. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Counseling. Counseling. 
Many times as you go on visits, you end up having to counsel. They bring issues to you. Please don't tell us in pain for say. In pain for say. The, that's the, the elders say. It's not a local proverbs. No. We are Christians. <laughs> if you don't know what to say, bring them to your pastor the next Sunday. Yeah, bring them to your pastor. But I want to work a little on the last eye interaction. Interaction. It's all described in this book. Transform your pastoral ministry. Reverend said, do you have some of them for sale? Don't bring it in. When people close, they should go and buy. Transform, do you have some? You have some? Yeah, go and get it. I is interaction. Many of us, when we close from church, then you just turn around and talk to your friend. Tell me about it has stopped. Today, I want to introduce you to what Bishop Dad calls deep sea fishing. Deep sea fishing. What is deep sea fishing? Where is the deep sea? If this is a church, this is the deep sea. Who is the fish? Tell me about you. <laughs> you. At the end of service, instead of starting to talk to your wife about the emutua you are going to eat or the, the, the fufu, instead of talking to your friend about let's go and buy sobolo, for the next 30 minutes, it's just 30 minutes, leave where you are, walk through the crowd, and as you are going, somebody that you don't know, like my sister who is tired here, ask, hello, how are you? What's your name? Priscilla. And you too, what's your name? Vida. Vida, oh, Vida and Priscilla, I'm happy to meet you. Hey, is this your first time coming to this church? They say, oh, who brought you? Hey, Pastor, Pastor brought you, okay. Where are you staying? You see, no, they are your friends. Are you seeing it? Oh, I want to be your friend. I take your phone, I want to give, oh, do you have a phone? He says, yes. He says, take my number, you to take my number. And let me give you, do you see? So, by the time they are leaving, maybe you didn't know them, but they have also spoken to somebody. If time will allow people to stay, then you go to the next one. Hello, my dear. Have you seen you? Hello, what's your name? Your name is what? Bridget. Oh, Bridget, is this your first time in this church? Oh, I'm happy to see you. You are coming from where? You are coming from Pankron. Oh, okay. Oh, this is nice. Are you in school? Are you see? just a nice chat? But it ends with you. You collect her name, you give her your name. Are you with me? You collect her phone number, you give her your phone number. What are you doing? You are interacting. Let nobody come to your church as a visitor and say, when I came, nobody minded me. Nobody spoke to me. I just came and I just left. No. So that if even the person didn't come forward, when you said, first timers, at least in the deep sea fishing, somebody will talk to them. And now, if you are a chorister, when you finish talking, they say, oh, I'm a chorister. I would like you to join our choir. I would like you to join. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like you. If you are a dancer, you say, oh, you know, saw us dancing. Oh, I would like you to join. That is how the choir will grow. That is how the dancing stars will grow. That's how the piano organist will grow. That's how immediately the person has entered and has found a place. Hallelujah. Deep sea fishing. Before we end this, service, this session, I want you to rise up from where you are. Don't talk to those you came with. Look for a fish in this nice deep sea. 
and talk to them. Pastor, go to another pastor you don't know. Or somebody, just say hello, talk to them. Practice some deep sea fishing. Wow, it's working, it's working. Don't stand there and say nobody is talking to me. You also go and look for somebody. Go and look for somebody and say, oh, this is my name. I'm also from here. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The work of the ministry. The work of the ministry. The work of the ministry. Hallelujah. You want to return to your seat this afternoon? Hallelujah. You want to return to your seat at this time? You want to return? You want to return? You want to return? <laughs> Hallelujah. Return to your seat, please. Hallelujah. 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 Put your hands together as you take your seat. Reverend Seth. Hallelujah. Amen. You want to take your seat? Put your hands together for the Lord. PVCI. Prayer. Visitation counseling and interaction from today you must talk to people catch some people after service hallelujah catch some people after service amen and amen now everything that i've shared with you in these two sessions are from these two books transform your pastoral ministry and the mega church now hallelujah many of you here it's not likely that you are going to buy the Macarius. That's why it's for the men of God. And the aspiring men. Yeah, if you see that I'm serious about God, you, you buy it. But I know that many of you will say that it's not working. I just need some people to take it. And maybe some pastors to take it for their people. Go and train them on it. Because they are just heard. It will take some more reading and training reading and training. And if you came, you didn't come prepared for such just talk to Seth. Just talk to us. We came to help. We didn't come to bring you bills. It's just to help. Amen? It's just to help. Yeah. It's just to help. The pair is what? Two together is 30 cities. One is 20 cities. Just move through. Just do what you can do. Hallelujah. Some people at the back, I think you should buy it. You need to, you need to help yourself a little. 
And those of you who like to pray, Transform is a good book for you. Very nice prayer topics inside. Wow. Hallelujah. You are a leader. The people you lead are not here. You might want to invest in it and go and teach them. Actually teach them. Page by page by page by page. Oh, they'll be making faces. Don't worry. It will be going. <laughs> but Rev, is it not true? When you're teaching, is it not true that they'll be making faces? But it's going. Don't let the face worry you. Eh. Eh. Don't let the face worry you. <laughs> All teenagers are like that. When they send them, they are making their face. So maybe the person is 25, but in the spirit is a teenager, so he's making the face. No problem. Just be teaching. Hallelujah. Some people want to pay by Momo. You can do it. You see the number on the screen. You can just pay there. Just take it. Are there some young children here, 12 years old, between 11 and 12? 12 year olds. Can I see them? 12. 12. 12 years old. That's what I'm hearing. 12. Yes, come. You're 12 years old. Come. Come. Yes, come. Clifford, come. Twelve. All right. Twelve. Twelve. Are there thirteen-year-olds in the house? Thirteen. Twelve, thirteen. Okay. You are thirteen. Come and join. Come. Wow. Come to a, to a camp at such an age. Beautiful. 12 and 13. All right. The last age I'm going to call her 14 years. You are 14. Come. You are 14. Ah, are you 14 years old? Really? Is it true? It cannot be true. Only 14. No, 14. Don't stand for somebody. Okay. Please don't stand in for somebody. Only 12 year olds, 13 year olds. How old are you? 14. All right. Are you 14? Hey. Who can tell me? Who can verify that you are 14? Your grandma. Grandma, is she 14? Plus one. She's 14. Beautiful. Okay. I want you, every 12, 13, 14 year old, I'm sowing this book in your life as a seed. Okay? As a seed. Yeah. And I want you, you're not going to pay for it. Okay? So if your mother has paid for a book, tell mommy that, mommy, this one, send the book back. Okay? But this one, when you get it, I want you to open it. I want you to read it. Every prayer topic there, you are going to pray it. Are you with me? Even now, 
from this age. Let's start from here. Yeah. Do you understand? And some of you pastors, the pastors from whose churches they are coming, I want you to watch. Just watch them. Something is going to happen to these children. Yeah. Something is entering into your life. It looks like just a book. But when you open the Bible, the book of Revelations, you see that a book was given and there was drama in heaven. Yeah. So today we know that there's drama in heaven. As you are taking the book, the devil knows that you have escaped something. Hey, drama. Please, those of you disturbing, can you, I beg you. Father, I pray over these books as these children are getting yes, receiving it. Just like how there was drama in Revelations chapter 5. There was drama over a book. Revelations chapter 10. There was drama over a book. When Joshua was going to war, you told him to take a book. And to learn it. You didn't give him a gun. He took it and he won. Let these children be winners. Let them be winners. As they open the pages and read. Let your spirit enter into them in the name of Jesus. Let there be problems of other teenagers. But it will never touch them in the name of Jesus. Because of these books that you have given to them. As they read it. Let it enter them. Let it straighten their way in the name of Jesus. Let it straighten their way. Let it preserve them and let it help them. I pray, oh God, for a change in their lives because of a book that came to this one at the age of 14. May you never be the same again. At the age of 14, a book that you gave your servant to read, to write. Father, I pray for them. I pray for them. I pray for them. I pray for them. Lord, some of them are already in the battle. May they win. 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 Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I speak over them. Pastors, prophets, evangelists. Oh, yes. They're coming forth from these young ones. In the name of Jesus. Let it begin with the book. When they open it, let the words enter them, O oh God. I thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because I know you have done something. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Wow. The Rev is sowing a seed to pay for them some of the books. It shall come to pass. Watch over them and keep them. In Jesus' name. Amen. One day. You will be standing, you will take a microphone. You will be the preacher and you will say, a certain preacher gave me a certain book. Yeah. And when I started to read the book, certain things began to happen. And it was the beginning of a different life with God. Do you believe such things? It will come to pass. God bless you. You may take your seat. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. Amen and amen.